0: All right, guys. Um, Thank you for joining me today. I'm Dr. Childs, and today we are going to be discussing this blog post, and it is titled Levothyroxine Side Effects, The Complete List Plus a Dosing Guide for Patients, and that is exactly what we're going to be going over today. All right, I want to talk to you about all of the side effects, both good and bad, of, of Levothyroxine, and how to know if you're on the right dose, okay? And so this will this will kind of help patients understand what's going on in their body and why they may need more, they may need less, or perhaps maybe they need to switch medications. If you don't know me, I'm this guy right over here. So I'm Dr. Childs, um, and this is a blog post from my website that I will link in the description below. Um, but let's, let's jump in uh, with both feet here, okay? So what I wanna start with is a bunch of questions that you may be asking yourself, and we're going to kind of go over a lot of these together, but let's start with these. So, something you may be thinking is, is level thyroxine working for me, okay? Why do I still feel bad if I'm on thyroid medication? Shouldn't I be feeling better? Um, How long will it take me to start feeling better if I just started medication? Are my new symptoms I'm experiencing related to my thyroid medication? Another big one is, why am I still gaining weight on thyroid medication? That doesn't make sense from everything that I know, and are these symptoms normal, all right? So if you have ever internally or thought or asked yourself any of these questions, then this is what I want you to listen very carefully because we're going to be going over all of those questions, all right? So to start with, I want to talk about the positive side effects of levothyroxine, all right? We will talk about the negative potentially, but let's start with the positive, and to explain this, I want to start. I want to start here. So, if you're if you're experiencing a negative side effect um, of levothyroxine, it's probably due to one of two reasons, and we'll talk about that in a minute. But what about the positive side effects? So, if you're on this thyroid medication, levothyroxine, or any thyroid medication for that matter, you're taking it because, or at least you should be taking it because you are deficient in that hormone in your body, right? So you've been diagnosed at some point with hypothyroidism or Hashimoto's and somebody has determined that you need more thyroid hormone in your body. So if we are replacing what your body doesn't have normally, you shouldn't really be experiencing any side effects from that medication itself, right? Like that, that just kind of intuitively makes sense. But why is it that so many patients who are on levothyroxine, why do they feel so crummy? All right, and that, that's, the, that's the question we're going to be Answering, And so, what I would pose to you is it's generally due to the way your body is metabolizing the medication. All right, we'll go into that in detail. Or you're probably not reacting to the medication itself, but more likely something that is inside of the medication, like a binder, a filler, or a dye. All right? So, let, let's talk about that first of all. So, if you look at levothyroxine, and this is a, this is a chart. You can see this on the blog post if you'd like, and it has, has a ton of information for you. And what it does is it shows you, in this column here, the strength. So 25 mics, 50 mics, 75 mics, 88, et cetera, all the way down. And then it shows you the color additives that each of those dosage, dosages have. And you can see here that the probably the best levothyroxine um, tablet or dosage that you want to have is the 50 microgram dose because it's, it's white and it has no additives or fillers. So if you're in a situation where you believe you may be reacting to one of these fillers or dyes, and that's usually because you may be experiencing some hypersensitivity reaction, which again, I'll talk about that a little bit later. But if you fall into that category, it might be easiest for you to simply switch to a 50 microgram tablet. All right, let me explain what that would seem like or what that would look like. So let's say you were on 100 micrograms instead of being on the 100 microgram dose right here, which has yellow number 10, aluminum lake, uh, yellow number six, okay, lots of stuff that you don't want in your body, you could take two of the 50 microgram tablets, okay? And same thing, if you're on 150, you could take three. If you're on 125, you could take two and a half, All right? So you can get your dose pretty darn close to whatever you want. 75 is one and a half, et cetera, et cetera. So it's just some simple math, and you would just have to ask your doctor to say, Instead of giving me one 100, how about you give me two 50s? And for a lot of you, that may be sufficient, all right? And that would be, that would be an indication, or, or that's one of the causes that you might be feeling poorly on the medication. Now, that would be, I would say, very few of you would, would respond to that, but it still is something to consider, especially if, you're, if your physician isn't open to changing your medication completely. And how you know you may be reacting to one of the fillers or the dyes is because you may be experiencing a hypersensitivity reaction to one of those things. And the symptoms of that would include things like hives, that's what urticaria is, or pruritus, which is just itching. You may get a rash, you may have flushing, um, you know, a warmth sensation across your body. Uh, you might also get facial swelling around the eyes or especially around the lips. And those are the kind of reactions that's, that's more likely due to something inside of the medication itself, not the level levothyroxine, not the hormone, but something that is used to distribute the hormone to your body all right and then I've, I've included here also a list of everything that's inside in addition to those 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 dyes that we talked about all of the other ingredients which are inactive okay because the active component is the t4 within levothyroxine but there's also a ton of inactive ingredients and you can see all these here silicon dioxide mannitol cellulose etc sucrose yada yada yada. you can go through all of that um, on on the side if you'd like but the one i want to point your attention to is the cellulose and the cellulose is what I see a lot of people reacting to. It's, and, and here's why. If you have hypothyroidism, you generally also have GI symptoms accompanying that as a result of the low thyroid hormone in your, in your intestines. Okay, and so that can slow down the intestines, lower the amount of stomach acid you have, and make digestion a very difficult process. So by giving you cellulose, which is just a carrier, kind of like a sticky um, plant-based additive there that just allows your body to slowly absorb it, you can have problems with the digestion of the cellulose and therefore being absorbing less of the thyroid hormone because of that issue. So we may be giving you whatever, this is an extreme example, but let's say we're giving you 50 micrograms, you may only be absorbing half of it or 60% or 70% because of your inability to break down that cellulose. So that's that's kind of the gist of it, of what you could be reacting to. Now I want to go over some specific things in detail. All right, so number one of this is, is thyroxine causing me to gain weight? Now, that's a question I see very frequently from a lot of patients, uh, and the answer to that is maybe, um, and, and I'll explain why. So I didn't include it in here, but on one of the lists of the side effects on, of the levothyroxine, um, the, the, the guy that comes with the medication, it lists weight gain as a potential side effect. All right, It doesn't say why, but what I think can be happening in a lot of patients is that they, instead of taking the T4, which is the inactive form of thyroid hormone, And converting it to t3 which is the active form of thyroid hormone many of these patients are likely taking the t4 and turning it right into reverse t3 all right they're they're doing the exact opposite of what their body should be doing and they're taking an, an inactive reservoir of the thyroid hormone in their body and creating more anti-thyroid metabolites instead of the free and active form so you're basically just fueling the fire which is cellular resistance of thyroid hormone by taking more and more t4 so by doing so, you would basically put a break on your metabolism. You know, you would lower your metabolism, and that would therefore theoretically lead to weight gain. And you can see here, I've included some screenshots from a lot of people who were doing okay, and as soon as they started taking levothyroxine, they gained 10 to 20 pounds. Um, so this is this is you know something that that very that I've seen a lot of patients experience. It's not just like this isolated. 2% of patients who take it, I would say more likely on the range of 20 to 40% of patients that, that I see um, have this negative side effect. So what to do if that's the case? Um, I've included some thyroid conversion charts in here if you're switching medications or how to do that. We'll talk about this a little bit later and I have a video by itself um, but but that's something you can certainly consider as well. Uh, the next thing I want to talk about is this question and is levothyroxine making my hair fall out? And that could absolutely be the case, all right? So what you're going to tell me, "Well, I'm low on thyroid hormone. What if I if I give my body back thyroid hormone, shouldn't that make my hair come back?" Well, potentially, right? But you could be reacting to a filler inside of the medication itself, but in addition to that, you could also potentially be taking too much, which could cause more hair loss, or you could be um, subjected to one of the side effects of the medication itself within a one of the negative side effects of levothyroxine is hair loss. Okay. It is a side effect of that medication itself. So you may be taking the medication hoping it's going to grow your hair back. But in reality, one of the negative side effects is hair loss. So that can make things a little bit difficult if you fall into that category because you're thinking, well, do I just need more or is it the medication? Do I have too much? The the picture gets a little muddy at that point, but generally switching medications in my experience is enough to to fix that issue. I've also seen a handful of people um, who have exacerbated nutrient deficiencies when they now get a supply of thyroid hormone in their body. And in that case, it's usually iron, zinc, and some other things. So that would be you know, again, it's not. I know this isn't super clear, but we're not necessarily talking about hair, um, hair growth today. But those are the things to consider if you have noticed an increase in hair loss as a result of taking the level of thyroxine. So just know for for today that the medication might be the cause of that. All right. So going up may not be the answer, although it could be. All right. I've included here a list of um, nutrients that are involved in the production of hair. So. Uh what will what'll, what'll generally happen is if you don't have any control over your situation, and what I mean by that is if your doctor is insistent that you need to be on levothyroxine and he's, you know, or she is unwavering in terms of switching you to a different medication, what I want you to consider is looking into the nutrient status in your body in regards to zinc, iron, vitamin A, and selenium. And I've included some studies here that show that First of all, these micronutrients can be deficient in setting of hypothyroidism, but in addition to that, they're also required for the growth of hair. So many of you may just be deficient in these, and that may be exacerbating your hair loss. So switching these or, or repleting these may be enough to stop and, and halt that hair, that hair loss. Even if, let's just say, even if it just halts the hair loss, I would consider that a win. You know, I know most of you really want your hair to grow back, but at least not making it worse is something uh, would be a step in the right direction. So the next question is uh, that I get from a ton of patients is this, is my dose of levothyroxine right for my body, right? And you you know, this is the question a lot of people ask because when they're taking the medication, they're like, well, shouldn't I be feeling better? And yes, if you are deficient in thyroid hormone and you are taking thyroid hormone to replace that deficiency, you should be, you should be experiencing these side effects, okay? Your energy should be improving, right? Especially if you have fatigue. Your weight should be dropping because that's one of the benefits of a thyroid hormone and thyroid, the action of thyroid in the body. Your hair, skin, and nails should be improving. Your mood should be improving. Your menstrual cycle, cycle should become more regular. Um, your joint pain or muscle soreness should be reduced, and you should not be having constipation. So, why would you be experiencing these symptoms if you're replacing that deficiency in your body? And that's that's what we're going to answer right now. And so there could be one of two things right so the first one is perhaps you're just not on the right dose for your body you know maybe your doctor is simply just basing your dose off of the tsh um, you know and maybe it's just a deficiency of that thyroid hormone instead of being instead of needing um, 100 micrograms perhaps you're on 50 or instead of needing 150 perhaps you're on 100 and getting that you know getting that that extra might be enough to to completely eliminate these symptoms for you now that isn't always the case because this that that which brings us to number two, and that is perhaps levothyroxine or synthroid or whatever T4 medication you're on, tyrosine, et etc., is not the best medication for you. All right, and I've I've gone I've done a video on this extensively. So, but I do want to go over it kind of briefly here. So, what what I've done is I've broken down the different types of thyroid medications into these these subcategories here. So, um, I, and I want to talk about what what patients should consider which of these. So, the first one is. Who should consider using natural desiccated thyroid like Armour Thyroid, Nature Thyroid, WP Thyroid, etc.? Who should be consi- who should consider using T3 only medications, and then who should be consider or who should consider using T4 only medications? So let's start with the NDT, and I, I have this list. You can you can go to my site and. Um, you know, save this to Pinterest or whatever so you can keep track of this image, but I find it to be very helpful for a lot of patients. But those who I believe should consider using NDT medication are those who fall into these categories. Um, people who have not felt better on T4-only medications, all right? People with mild weight problems, 10 to 20 pounds overweight, kind of, you know, in that in that area there. Those who have never been on thyroid medication before or those with low free T3, low free T4, and relatively normal reverse T3. Um, and, and we'll talk about that in this next section. But who should consider using T3-only medications? Well, for sure, those with high levels of reverse T3, those with leptin resistance, insulin resistance, diabetes, and prediabetes. I'm going to lump that all into kind of one category there. Those with extremely low body temperatures, those with a personal history of bipolar disorder or a strong family history of mental health issues, and those who have failed T4 medications and NTT. All right, so what I want, I want to draw your attention to these two areas here, because if you're on NDT, or if you're on T4-only medications like levothyroxine, and you are still symptomatic, and your TSH has been suppressed, and you have never felt better no matter what your dose has been, then perhaps you should consider either falling in, that you might fall into one of these categories. So, what I would recommend is I would say, if I were you, I would just look at these and, and go through this list and say, okay, well... Do I have 10 to 20 pounds to lose? You know, check yes. Have I felt better on T4? You know, nope, that's not, you know, I haven't felt better. Okay. Wh- um, what about where, where do my low free T3 or where does my free T3 and free T4 levels um, kind of check out? And you can kind of just go through this thing and check out which category you belong in. If, if you think you need T3 then look at your reverse T3 levels. If they're astronomical or if they're 20 or 30, all right, that's an indication that your body is starving for T3. Do you have leptin resistance, insulin resistance? Has anyone told you your blood sugar is high? You know, yada, yada, yada. You can go through this list and kind of check these off one by one to figure out where you think you fall. But I would do that if you're not feeling any better on the medication, all right? And so that would be something to absolutely consider if as I'm going through this list and as I'm speaking to you now and you're like, yeah, I, you know what, all of this is ringing bells, you know, I haven't felt any, any different, I just continue to feel worse no matter what happens with my dose, you might fall into one of those categories, all right? The next thing I want to do is I want to talk about the negative side effects of levothyroxine to watch out for, all right? And so as I kind of alluded to earlier that could be from one of two things all right the first one that we mentioned was the hypersensitivity reaction to the fillers or to the to the dyes okay so we kind of went over that that's the facial swearing, su- swelling the itching the angioedema hives etc that's all of those but the second reason you might be experiencing negative side effects from levothyroxine is because you may have too much medication in your body and i don't know what you're thinking well that would that'd be the greatest day of my life if i had too much thyroid in my body because i feel like i've constantly had too little well, it sounds good in theory, but you usually end up with some pretty um, adverse side effects. So we'll talk about those. How do you know if you're tipping into hyperthyroidism? Don't base that off of your TSH alone. I know plenty of people with a suppressed TSH because of the, the level of thyroxine or T4 only medication they're taking, but have, you know, 100 out of 100 signs and symptoms of hypothyroidism those are not hyperthyroid patients all right so get, get that out of your head but what are the side effects of hype what, what what might you be experiencing if your dose was too high so number one would be worsening fatigue believe it or not so you would get a boost of energy initially and i've seen this happen before in patients they get a boost of energy when they're switching medications and they're like i'm feeling great i love this and then you know a month goes by and they start to get worse and worse and worse and their energy just plummets, okay? You may get a jittery sensation or a nervous feeling. Uh, that's pretty common, Anxiety, worsening anxiety, et cetera. You might get uh, insomnia or the inability to sleep. You might have tremors or shaking or Resting tremors, what you're just sitting there and your hands just kind of quivering. You feel like, you know, like your skin's crawling. Uh, you may have anxiety or panic attacks. Uh, those are very common, especially if you're prone to anxiety and, and you have too much medication. And then also your hair might be falling out or, or getting worse. So you can see some of these side effects, you know, they, they are the hyperthyroidism and hypothyroidism. There are some crossover there. So, you know, hair loss is one of those, but you, you know, you, so that's what can make things kind of difficult um, to figure it out. And, and you can get, um, I, I mentioned this in here as well, but some of these side effects can also occur if you're taking T3-only medication. So this isn't limited just to T4-only medication. It could be too much of any thyroid hormone, T4, T3, whatever, okay? Um, I've also included another complete list here. I'm not going to go over each one of these, but these, is what, these are what I would consider to be the most serious side effects of levothyroxine. So chest pain, difficulty swallowing, irregular heartbeat, the sensation that your heart is fluttering or skipping beats those are all concerning obviously if you're not urinating as much as you did before that's a very serious um, symptom nausea vomiting um, fever things like that kind of the ones we went over before you can read the complete list here if you'd like to and then sort of the less common and less serious or these are more common but less serious side effects of levothyroxine abdominal pain or cramping reduced appetite maybe perhaps worsening depression or anxiety um, sensation to warmth, but not feeling overly hot, um, temporary hair loss, some issues with fertility, um, weight gain, as I mentioned before, definitely on there, but also weight loss potentially, depending on how your body reacts and metabolizes that medication. So these th- these symptoms tend to be a little more common and actually may go away. So the other ones that I mentioned are, are would be a reason for you to make an appointment with your doctor immediately. These more common, less serious ones may only be temporary, you know, but if they persist longer than two to three months, I would say at least go back into your doctor to re reevaluate to see if this is a medication you should be on. Because you you really shouldn't be you really shouldn't be feeling crummy if we're replacing the deficiency in your body to begin with. Now, there's better ways to approach that, but as I said before, if your doctor is unwilling to work with you, then you kinda have to, you know, do what do what is available to you. And that can make it frustrating, but it is the situation that you might be in. All right. So to wrap it up, um, I don't want you to come out of this thinking that this medication is terrible or, or, you know, horrendous. And in my experience, only about 5 to 10% of people really do well in levothyroxine. But you certainly could fall into that category. Now, what I would do is I'd recommend that you go back up to this picture here and just plug in your symptoms and just kind of go through the checkbox and see which one you might do better. Now, this is not something to live and die by. I don't want you to think that. um, But this is a guide that you can use just to figure out, where, where you might start or what might be your next transitioning point. So um, don't think that levothyroxine is bad for everyone, but it certainly isn't good for everyone either. Now, some people do need NDT or, or T3 by itself. And to figure that out, you'll have to kind of go through this and, and understand. And so I hope that this has been very helpful for you. Um, if you've been experiencing negative side effects related to levothyroxine, Um, and you believe it may be a hypersensitivity reaction, that'd be an indication to perhaps switch to the 50 microgram dosage. And if you think that it might be due to the metabolism of your body, or then you might need to switch medications entirely. And if you think it might be because you have too much, well, the easy answer to that would be to just reduce um, your dose and kind of go from there. So anyway, I hope this was was really helpful for you guys. Um, I love doing these things. So if you have any comments, Um, suggestions, anything like that. Feel free to leave them in the comments below. I'll have a link to this post so that um, you can get to it if you'd like to look at these images that I reference or anything like that. Um, And otherwise, I'll talk to you guys soon. Thanks.